Welcome to the Thriving Equine Professional. Are you wondering how to make connections to build a career in the equine industry? Not sure where to look for the support you'll need to land a dream job? Maybe you're feeling frustrated or stuck. Hey, I'm Jody. I was that girl with no clue how to navigate landing a great career in animal health, but I knew this is where I wanted to be. I look back and cannot believe the roles I've landed and the people I call friends. Inside this podcast, you will meet key connections, build your career confidence, and find the advice you may not know you need. So if you're ready to grow your career and thrive in a job that you are passionate about, you're in the right place. Get the ponies fed and fill those water buckets. It's time to grow, girl. Thrivers, do not miss out. There are two huge opportunities that I want to make sure you are taking advantage of. The first is Next Gen Equine Vet Med. So spring 2024, I'm hosting five locations for Next Gen Equine Vet Med. And that means if you are an undergraduate student with any interest in pursuing a career in or around the equine veterinary medicine industry, you need to be at one of these locations in the spring semester of 20. 24. So head on over to my website, www.jodyspeakslife.com. That's www.jodyspeakslife.com. And get yourself registered for one of our locations for spring 2024. You can choose from Nebraska, Georgia, Texas, Kentucky, or West Virginia. So head on over and get that done. Secondly, my calendar is filled for 2023 and I am booking for 2024. So if you are part of any organization that is looking for a dynamic, productive workshop based on communication and behavioral styles, you need to reach out to me today. I am having so much fun working with organizations around the country to really drive greater communication, collaboration, effectiveness, and productivity. So reach out today and let's talk about how I can help you and your organization succeed and exceed expectations and goals. So with that, let's get on with the show. Happy Thursday, Thrivers. I have been talking so much about communication, and so I wanted to bring today three guidelines for each of us to consider as we really focus on how to communicate to thrive. I believe that we are in a time where we are being discouraged from effective communication. We are going fast. We live in a hustle culture. And quite frankly, the world is really not encouraging effective communication. I believe that we are being taught to be quick to voice our opinions and quick to accuse and quick to argue and quick to fight. And we are being slow to hear what others have to say. So I felt that after a number of programs that I've done over the last week or so, that it was time to really bring these three guidelines so that we could break this down because effective communication truly is the essence of humanity and humanity is really what we're missing in our everyday 
communication, collaboration, what we're trying to do in our lives personally and professionally. So let's jump in and let's talk a little bit about how we can really intentionally focus on communicating to thrive. Now, I'll be the first to say, I think there are times when this is much easier than others. And, you know, oftentimes we put so much effort into our professional communications and professional skills and growth and development. And then we've got personal skills and communications that challenge us often. And I say that because here I am spending really a career growing and developing my communication skills to be a professional. For many years, it was to be a professional salesperson who was successful and now to teach others how to communicate for wild success and thrive, especially in equine careers and veterinary medicine. But I'll be real honest with you. I am a communicator. I am a talker. And I am married to a man who is not a talker. So there are just so many aspects of how we communicate. And so this really isn't what I call a one and done. But it really is an opportunity for us to get intentional about how we communicate and what we put into the efforts of growing our communication skills. So my first guideline that I want to talk about, and I want you to really kind of sit on this and I want you to listen to it. Maybe you're you're going to journal it. You're going to jot it down. But how many of you have heard the, the phrase, you have to go slow to go fast? You have to go slow to go fast. And so I believe that more and more. And again, as we live in this world that is just really teaching us to hustle along and to be quick to, you know, be negative with other people and to blame others, that we want to be really intentional about being slow to speak and quick to listen. And so how many of us have had those conversations with someone else who is finishing our sentences for us? They're, they already know what, what they think we're going to say. They already want to answer the question that you're posing or give feedback. They are being quick to speak and slow to listen. And we know that if you have been in that situation, that's really frustrating and you do not feel heard. And if there is one thing that we know that each of us as people, as human beings, we want to be seen, we want to be heard, and we want to be understood. And in order to be seen and heard, we have to slow down. We have to go slow in order to go fast. So being slow to speak and quick to listen really brings home one of the quotes that I I think we hear often, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. It really isn't about how much we know, my friends. This piece of communication is let's slow down in order to move forward quickly and efficiently and productively, which means that we will become a more effective communicator with others and we will earn respect. We will earn impact into the world around us. So number one, 
You have to go slow to go fast. So really working on how slow are you to speak to others and how quick are you to listen? Because the world is teaching us the opposite. So I encourage you to get intentional and decide that you don't have to follow the ways of the world. You can make a decision to be more competent in your communications by slowing down a little with the people that we have the opportunity to spend time with and the people who are around us personally and professionally. So number two, my number two guideline, excuses make today easy and tomorrow hard. Excuses make today easy and tomorrow hard. And then the second piece of that is discipline makes today hard and tomorrow easy. So what do I mean by that? So if we're going to start out by really getting intentional to slow down and be slower to speak and quicker to listen, and then we say number two is excuses make today easy and tomorrow hard, but discipline makes today hard and tomorrow easy, it is really me encouraging us to lead from where we are. I want us to lead from where we are because when we make the decision to practice our communication, to get intentional and to get purposeful about what skills do we need to develop? Do I need to work on my listening skills? You all have heard me talk about this. I am always quick to say I was not born a good listener, but I am so grateful that somewhere along the way in my career, when I was with Purina, I really kind of looked inside myself and I said, I need to be a better listener. If I work on becoming a better listener, I will be a more successful sales professional. And so for me, it was all about the skill of listening. And I really had to put some discipline into slowing down how quickly I was speaking to others and how quickly I needed to be a better listener. So active listening rather than reactive listening, listening to understand, not to respond. But that took some discipline where I could have just said, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm not all that great a listener, and but I have all this information, and here's what I wanna talk to you about today. No, I needed to go slow in order to ultimately, in this 20-year career, go fast and go far, and so the discipline of working on that skill. So I'll challenge you, what skill do you need to work on? Is it listening? Is it reaching out to others and growing your community of professional connections? Is it really listening in order to learn from others and deciding that you're going to grow your skills and abilities as it relates to communication? So whatever that looks like, is it that you want to be a little slower to voice your own opinions and perhaps argue about things that we are passionate about so that we are really slowing down in order to hear what other people have to say so that we are maybe more respected and again, more impactful to the community around us. So for me, number two, excuses make today easy and tomorrow hard. Discipline makes today hard and tomorrow easy. I encourage you to really put some intentionality into growing your skills 
and being disciplined about practicing what it's going to take in order to, for you to be a more consistent communicator. And finally, number three for me is listen on purpose with a genuine curiosity to learn. And so we've talked about listening. That's always my example, but we are not being trained to listen. And so I want to introduce the concept of curiosity and challenge you to really look at how curious are you? How invested are you in learning from the people that you are with, again, professionally, personally, either way. And we go back to saying that people do want to be seen and heard and understood. And it is not what I say it is what you hear. And so if what I'm saying is being shared with a genuine enthusiasm and genuine passion, and it is because I want to connect with you, I want to grow, I want to serve you, I want to make an impact in the world around me. And so I am genuinely curious to learn about you, that's what really brings my authentic self to you and allows us to grow a connection. So that really starts to shift our mindset. And when we are invested in our curiosity in those around us, that we are shifting our mindset to celebrate others and celebrate whether that's their differences, it's their strengths, whatever that looks like, we are here to really collaborate and share. And when I say we want to celebrate others, it's really so that we are not so focused on ourselves and what it is that we are trying to accomplish and trying to do and what tasks we need to get done today. Because I will say that when we are focused only on the task or the tasks, it is diminishing the higher purpose of our roles, our jobs, our careers, our connections. So let's get farther than just focusing on those tasks because when we are genuinely curious to learn, that means we are interested in one another. We are not just interested in the accomplishment of the tasks that are in front of us. And so at the end of the day, when we number one, go slow to go fast, so we start to practice being slow to speak and quick to listen. Number two, when we decide that excuses make today easy and tomorrow hard, but discipline makes today hard and tomorrow easy, we are focused on growing and developing as a more effective and productive person. And then number three, when we are listening on purpose with a genuine curiosity to learn about the other person, we are shifting our mindset from ourselves to celebrating others. And I will always say, celebrate others and celebrate often. So if I talk a little bit about the world is teaching us the opposite of this kind of thriving communication, the world is also really not supporting the celebration of others. And 
quite frankly, I think we're getting away from a little bit of celebrating life, genuinely celebrating life. It is not about the dreaded phrase work-life balance. It is just life balance. The role I play as a wife, the role I play as a dog mom, the role I play as a really cool aunt, and the role I play as an entrepreneur, these are all part of that. I want to be a better Jody today than I was yesterday. And so I need to focus on my ability to communicate, to thrive. I want to grow, to be invested because a communication built on collaboration and celebration equals culture. And if we are trying to build culture, if we want to seek a culture we want to be a part of, if we want to be a part of creating the culture that we are already a part of, it is all about improving our communication, bringing our competency, our consistency, and our authenticity in order to communicate built on collaboration and celebration And that, my friends, creates culture. So I wanted to share those three guidelines with us today and know that the greater our influence is and the greater responsibility we take to lead from wherever we are, that we will be an impactful part of the solution and we can forget about being a part of whatever problem the world is putting in our laps today. So I'll encourage you to communicate, focus on your communication, build it on collaboration and celebration, and lead from wherever you are right now. Thrivers, have an amazing day, and I will see you back here same time next week with another fabulous guest on The Thriving Equine Professional. Have an amazing day. Hey Thriver, I hope this episode inspired and empowered you to keep growing. If so, I'd be so grateful if you hit that share button and send it to your tribe so they can thrive too. And while you're there, please leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so everyone can find the show. I love to know what keeps you listening, especially if I'm at the barn with you. I'll meet you back here same time next week. Cheers, Jody.